Neuroscientist Dr. Mary Frances O'Connor once said, Seeing grieving as learning explains why the process takes time. Hello, heart friends, and welcome to Episode 6, Grief Recovery Workshops. As Dr. O'Connor mentions in her saying that this learning is very important to our journey. And the learning is how we start to move down the continuum of healthy grieving. And she explains it as this slow spiral upward, right? Just to recap, there's no fast forward. This is, these workshops aren't a way to avoid pain. It's painful and messy, whether you deal with it or you don't, but why not take on the inevitable now versus letting it fester till later. And today I'm going to talk about three different workshops. All are for adults only. The first workshop is adult grief recovery workshop. And this is for the, those over 40 losses that we may have that the grief recovery Institute spoke about. The second workshop is adult grief recovery workshop for pet loss. And I'll explain why they're broken into two a bit later. And the third workshop is adults helping children with loss. And again, this is an adult workshop, but we will learn as parents and grandparents and influencers of children, how to help children with loss, how to teach them how to deal with the losses that they're having. So now I'd like to speak a bit of detail of the first workshop. And this, remember the first workshop is an eight week, two hours a week grief recovery workshop where adults will work through the pain and suffering of their loss and start their healthy journey through the pain. Now, 24 years ago, you know my story. I was widowed. I isolated myself. I let nobody into my space. No one could help me because I wouldn't let them in. I didn't know what to do and no one could get at me to help me. It wasn't until I got to hospice grief recovery workshop that I got off my isolated grief island. And as David Kessler says, I jumped into the grief river and it took me where I had to go. That workshop saved my life. I don't know where I would have been without it. Could I have ended up with complicated grief? I'll never know. But I wasn't in a good space before I started to get those small corrective tools I needed to do the heart work. And again, the grief work we do today pays off for all of our tomorrows. So if you're thinking of taking this workshop because of losses from your distant past, that is great. And it prepares you for losses in your future. And you might be doing it while your seas are calmer. Or you may be taking this because you are smack dab in the middle of a profound loss. You've had a loss that has really affected you and you want to get the tools to move on and move through this pain. And for that, I commend you. Now, somebody once said, why don't you just make eight episodes to the podcast and not run a workshop? And the answer to that is, these podcasts are one directional. I'm sending you information, you're listening to it, you're taking what you want, you're leaving the rest. But it's not real time and it's not two way. Where the workshop, the leader of the workshop will set the stage, give examples, and then step back and witness you doing your work. 
So view the workshop leader as a Sherpa. You stand at the bottom of a mountain and you look at the heights you have to climb. You don't know how you're going to do it. But the Sherpa guides you, keeps you safe, keeps you from falling down a crack or a crevice, keeps you from the dangerous edges. Has been up this mountain maybe many times, like I have, knows a lot about the journey. So, and it is your journey. In the workshop, you do all the steps. The Sherpa doesn't lift your leg and do a step for you. You're making all of your steps on your journey for the benefit of yourself and your children. So I hope that explains the value of the grief recovery workshop. And again, you can take it because of accumulation of losses you've had over your lifetime and you don't have a specific loss right now, or you just had a profound loss in the last period of time and you're looking for skills and help to move forward. So if you're in either of those situations, you want to know more about the relevance of this workshop, please feel free to email me at info at seaofacceptance.com. We can set up a phone conversation and we'll see if, we're, if your needs are matched with the offering that I'm licensed to provide. So if you're interested in taking a grief recovery workshop, maybe start with your local hospice to see if there are any offerings for free. If not, you could consider taking a workshop from people like Terry Swan or Megan Heal or myself. And we're all certified as advanced grief recovery specialists from the Grief Recovery Institute. Now, the dates and times for these online offerings are posted on www.cofacceptance.com backslash workshops. If you're not sure, please feel free to reach out to one of us and we'll have a discovery call with you and we'll help you see where your grief is taking you at this time and see if there's a match between your needs and the workshops. Remember, you'll be in a safe place for learning, for sharing, and learning how to witness other people's grief as they witness yours. Most importantly, you'll learn to identify unresolved things from your past and help you bring closure to these grief nuggets, allowing you to move on a slow spiral upward to become more wholehearted. Now, the second workshop I'd like to speak about is Grief Recovery Workshop for Pet Loss. In the Institute, has separated these two groups for a really good reason. Because if you have a group with somebody who's lost a parent sitting beside somebody who's lost a cat, it's a very difficult conversation. Because the, the person who has lost their cat may not feel comfortable opening up about their true feelings about their relationship with their cat because beside them is someone who lost a parent even though both people could be in deep grief. So for that reason, there's two separate workshops. And having people together who have lost pets generates some synergy around that upward spiral that we're all trying to gain when we work through this pain. So this is a six week, two hour a week workshop, and it's based on the book. And the book's called the Grief Recovery Handbook for Pet Loss by Russell Freeman and James Cole and John W. James. So 
This lane is well-defined and it does a lot of the work you do in the other workshop, except it has a bit of a gear towards pet loss. And you remember, if you show up because of a pet loss, you probably behind you have many other losses you haven't dealt with and they will come out in this workshop. So it just doesn't focus on the person and their pet. It focuses on the losses that person has accumulated over their lifetime. So again, two hours a week for six weeks. And it's in a very safe online space where we can share in a non-judgmental way. Now I offer this kind of ad hoc. So if you or someone you know wishes to consider this workshop, please email me at info at seaofacceptance.com and we can have a conversation. Julie Stokes once said, for adults, grief is like wading through an enormous river, whereas for children, it's puddle jumping. But when they're in the puddle, it's no different to the river. Andrea Warnick once said, kids can be little detectives and do best when they're given the truth. Kids need to trust the adults in the room. And this starts with the adults being honest. Both these sayings are very important because children do grieve very differently than adults do. Adults tend to get into a grief thing and it can last quite a while. Where children jump into deep grief, they feel it deeply, they jump back out, and they could be playing with Legos two minutes later. And it doesn't mean they're incomplete, it just is how they're dealing with it. I personally believe it's because children are more in the present moment. They're not so worried about the past or the future. They have a feeling of grief, and then they don't have a feeling of grief. In Andrea's comments about children being little detectives, children know when something's changing in the household dynamics. So if somebody near and dear to that child is maybe dying, they're going to pick up on things, and they're going to build a story. And the question is, do you want them to build the story from disjointed things and they make part of the story up? Or would you rather be the adult in the room who learns how to speak to them clearly and in the right tone to help them understand what's going on? What a wonderful way to change the dialogue around dying, death, grief, and grieving is to start with the little gaffers. Imagine a little kid growing up without bringing with them a, a can of worms. You know, they deal with things in the present moment because they're taught as a kid. I'm going to lose things and here's how I lose things. I did that with my grandchildren last year and this year. And it's quite profound how much they can absorb. And it doesn't destroy them or ruin them. It enhances them. It makes them more resilient. And they're learning to lose things as little kids. I didn't learn until my 40s. One of the biggest regrets I have in my whole life is that in my 40s, I didn't know how to lose things. And when my first wife died, I didn't know how to help my kids. Now I got them to hospice and they had immediate grief counseling, but children's brains develop and you have to readdress it time and again. And when they're an adult, there's a good plan that you go back to an adult grief recovery workshop if you've lost your mom or dad when you're a kid because you can't absorb all that as a little kid. You gotta wait till your brain matures. And these are things I didn't know before. Had I known that, 
the last 24 years of mine and my children's lives probably would have been more enhanced. And I'll set on that. What I'm saying is you and I have an opportunity to change this dialogue and bring up a whole group of people, little kids become teenagers, become young adults and all the way along they're dealing with their losses and they're not building up their can of worms. So this is a very, very important workshop. Now it's only for adults so that you can talk with the kids, witness them, learn how to use the right words at the right time and draw from the kids where they are, what they understand, what they don't understand about their losses and build their resilience. So this is a four week, two and a half hours per week with a fair bit of reading in between. So uh, if you have an interest in looking into this further, please feel free to email me at info at seaofacceptance.com. Here are a couple of additional resources for helping children. Always check with your local hospice. And in Peterborough, we have uh, amazing support for children if you reach out to hospice. As well, you can search for the article Preparing Children for Funerals and Memorials by Michelle Methvin and Andrea Warnick. Now this article will help you prepare your children for, the, for these type of events. We have added a fourth workshop. This three-hour workshop is called Feel It to Heal It Do-It-Yourself Implementation Workshop where we'll dig deeper into building your witness team and building your daily affirmation list and helping you build your own calendar and helping you build your own steering wheel. So if watching the podcast episode was not enough, I encourage you to consider joining this webinar. And if you have an interest, please feel free to email us at info at seaofacceptance.com. I would like to acknowledge the grief recovery method. Andrea Warnick, Sick Kids Toronto, Child Grief and Bereavement Certificate Program. Dr. Mary Frances O'Connor for the Grieving Brain. David Kessler and Julie Stokes.